0: Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependent News. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. The views and opinions expressed on this show are completely satirical and the result of free speech. So if you don't like it, don't listen. It's really, really simple. I'm going to start off with a PSA. So to my, like, to my four recurring listeners on YouTube, and I actually just found out recently I logged into, I've been logging into all these other po- podcast platforms, claiming my podcast and looking at my stats. I have like a, a, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm I'm the tenth biggest podcast in the world or anything like that. Not even close. But I have a a much bigger and more significant viewing base, uh, listener base, and following than I thought, because I know YouTube is dying out. Independent small creators are they're just getting shit on and mud thrown at them every single day, every single week. YouTube is people are leaving the platform. Independent creators should not be focusing all of their resources and time and effort into YouTube because YouTube is, you know, they're they're just posting Jimmy Kimmel clips and and all kinds of cringe garbage corporation trash and they're they're actively whether it's inadvertent or on purpose or intentional their algorithm is demoting smaller platforms, especially our smaller artists, and creators like myself. I'm not gonna I'm a small I'm a small creator. I'm an independent creator. I haven't been doing this for that long. Don't have a big following. So I'm not gonna sit here and say that they are actively demoting me, but they are demoting people like me with bigger channels. People who do commentary and politics and news like me. They're getting demoted, they're going to favor, the algorithm is going to favor, and they're going to promote people like CNN and Fox, even though they tell the truth half a percent of the time, maybe, maybe even less than that, so, what was I trying to get at? I don't remember what I was trying to, oh yeah, I'm excited, my viewer base, my listener base is growing, it doesn't reflect on YouTube, I go on YouTube and it's like, I'll post the most, the most you know, trending and important topics of the day. Eight people will listen to the podcast for about three minutes on YouTube. And then I check out Spotify. I have like 100 hundred unique listeners, 100 followers from all around the globe, and it's really cool. And I'm glad that people are at least enjoying enough to return and keep listening to these episodes. So that's fun. That's exciting. Start that off on a positive note. This PSA that I wanted to go get to, though, I got totally off track. To the four people that are going to listen your political leanings, your political views, they're not a personality trait. So stop. Just stop. Shut the fuck up, please. I don't, I'm tired of logging in. You know, it's, it's kind on me. I don't have to log in, but it's part of, I have to be a part of social media. I can't just log out because this is, if you're not on social media and you're trying to be a writer or a podcaster or a content creator like me, you want to have a business in the future. You can't not be on social media. So It sucks. I hate Twitter. I think Twitter is the scummiest, most trash, fucking dystopian social media platform out there. But I'm on there because I need to. I I can't not be on Twitter. It's a necessary evil. But it's really annoying to see these psychopaths, like literal psychopaths, that probably have negative vitamin D in their system because they have not gone out since 2017, they haven't gone out since 50 shades of gray. The last one came out. I, and they're, they're just every day, every day. It's some bullshit about politics and, and they just, they put themselves up on a, on this, this, this pedestal and they just never come down. And, they, for some reason, have gained a, a large, significant following. A following that's large enough to where every time they're feeling like killing themselves, they post something like, defeat the rich, eat the rich, 10,000 likes. Every single like that pops up on their fucking feed, pops up in their notifications, it's like, it's, it's giving them a blast of of confidence. It, it's like affirmation that what they're saying is is, it's just, it's like, it just confirms their weird, dystopian, and just out of touch beliefs. And you're allowed to have your own. You're allowed to have if if your personality is just slogan tweets and really retarded, stupid, just idiotic political views. I more power to you. I just think you're weird. And yeah, just for once stop tweeting about politics because I like to pay attention. I have opinions. I get opinionated. Sometimes I get passionate. But then when I'm done, you know, I move on. I go read a book. I hang out with my family. I write my own. I work on writing my own novels. I I, I don't live and breathe politics 25-8 like a lot of people do. And basically what I'm just trying to say and start off with is yeah, your political views is not a personality trait. So stop, stop making it like you're... Stop living and dying by politics. Grow up. Regardless of what people say, and regardless of the 50,000 followers that you have and people that agree with you, nothing that you're tweeting is actually affecting the real world. You tweeting, stop racism. Stupid shit like that. I see it on Facebook. I see it on twitter all the time saying stop racism or tax the rich all this shit no but not a single human being on earth is benefiting from what you're doing you're wasting time you might be benefiting because like i said you're addicted to social media once you see a, a heart pop up on your twitter you get this chemical release in your brain that makes you feel like you belong and then you know you push the suicide date a little further down the line but yeah it's temporary and it's a lie you're lying to yourself Just stop, go outside, please, please, just, just stop. That's all I'm trying to say. But the first bit of news, oh yeah, and also, I'm going to start, I'm going to specify, so this is obviously, this is like the seventh episode I've done. These independent news podcasts are going to be weekly recaps. So a recap of the last week, because I've noticed that what I do because I'm in Europe, but a majority of my listeners are in the united states i schedule the episode to to air and to get like actually made public around like 8 or 9 a.m. eastern time because i'm assuming hope maybe i'm wrong but most people are listening to podcasts while they're at work or while they're driving to work commuting whatever and I don't want to post it when it's one in the morning and then people not see it and possibly miss it I've noticed I made that mistake in the past and also the reason why i'm calling it a recap from now on is because I'll schedule i'll record the podcast Like i'll wake up check the news do some research and then around 9 or 10 or 11 in europe, which i'm like I believe here in europe seven hours ahead of the east coast so I'll schedule it to post in like four or five or six hours from when I record it, and then there's some more news that comes out and then I'm behind on it and then it makes it seem like I'm not paying attention, but I am I'm paying attention to everything I possibly can i check I check my news my news feed on Google News every single day <clears throat> and I make sure I don't jump the gun I make sure I do research and then of course I archive the articles put it on put it in my notes and get it ready for to share with you guys so the independent news is from now on going to be, I'm going to specify it is a weekly recap of the previous week. So we have a couple, couple bits of news that I wanted to talk about. The first one being, I'm sure if, like I said, if you pay attention to the political sphere and you know anything about United States politics, you know that the 2020 election was very scrutinized from all sides. A lot of people, you know, there's, there's. Extremes are not good. They're they're not very positive thing. Extremes Extremes kinda when you have extremists and you have extremisms, you have radicalization, which I've talked about in the past. When someone when someone rebels against an extreme that they hate so much, they jump to the other extreme. And then at the end of the day, the ideology is not actually gaining a follower because they're only jumping to the opposite ideology because they've been radicalized against the one that they've been, you know, people have been attempting to brainwash them with. What I'm trying to like, like an example. So for some reason, people think that there are two. There's people think that there are only two sides to every issue, the left and the right. But there's not, and there's also not just two two sides. In two different types of solutions. There are many different types of solutions, but for some reason, it's just become so polarizing in the United States political sphere right now. But for example, the 2020 election, there's one side, more so the conservative side. They believe that there's com- complete nationwide, systemic voter fraud, and that the election was completely rigged, the DNC was able to rig... And ruin and just, uh, yeah, basically disintegrate the integrity of the United States voting system. So much so that it was able to, they were able to flip the election in Joe Biden's favor and he won illegitimately. And then on the left, they believe the United States is the most secure, has the most secure voting systems in the entire world. And that there is zero fraud. There is no fraud everything was legit donald trump lost by you know he he just lost because people hate him he's a scumbag he's he's the second coming of hitler except he's not as intelligent that's an actual argument made by white wine drinking minion meme partaking weirdos they'll compare donald trump to hitler and then say that hitler was better in some way it's it's insane it's it's completely asinine but i'm not going to get into that <clears throat> anyway, what I'm trying to say is, they're normal people, reasonable people, that are able to think logically, that understand that neither the, the conservative nor the liberal point of view for the 2020 election, and any pre- any election in the United States, both of them are incorrect. On one side, so me personally, just through my research, and just from my personal experience, I'll talk about my experience with voting in uh, through the absentee ballot system living here in Europe. I voted in the 2020 election. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but just from my experience and my belief, I think that the United States voting system is amongst the best, if not the best in the world, but there's always going to be voter fraud. There's voter fraud every single election, whether it's local elections or it's a nationwide presidential election. There's always going to be voter fraud There was voter fraud. And to say that there was no voter fraud in the 2020 election, but four years ago in 2016, you said it was Russians were able to hack the election, take over, and then rig it in Trump's favor. You can't, you can't, you got to take a side. You can't, uh, you can't say that the Russians influenced the 2016 election. And then all of a sudden we were able to patch that in four years and have zero voting fraud in 2020. So what I'm trying to say is both sides are wrong. Let's meet in the middle and not be insane. Let's not, yeah. Let's, let's be reasonable, guys. Basically, I'm seg. I wanted to segue into this first headline. So, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed an election bill, basically revising Florida state rules for mail voting and drop boxes. And it only took about fifteen fucking articles from different legacy media sites for me to actually read and find what the bill entailed. So what I gathered from this is basically to to sum it up broadly in the best way that I can, basically what DeSantis is doing is just making it to where it's required that you either if you're voting if you're voting absentee or you're mailing in votes, or you're having someone drop off your ballots through a dropbox, you have to either provide your social security number or some kind of ID, whether it's your driver's license, your military ID, whatever it is. Basically, it's just requiring that if you're voting absentee or you're giving someone your ballot to drop off at a dropbox, you have to have a form of ID. And I'm absolutely okay with this. I've talked about this before. Voter ID is not a poll tax. It's not racist, and it's not discriminatory period point blank period this is a this is and it's it's already getting scrutinized he's already being scrutinized for this decision for signing this bill by the media the media's they're they're already making this a race and discrimination issue and it's it's stupid (laughs) it's actually what they're they're not i don't think they understand black people for for decades were being were actually getting discriminated against in the polls in the voting polls they were getting the kkk was created by the democratic party to sway and assault and keep black people from voting and for the longest they were told go out and vote and then they were discriminated against now that they're now that they're voting and putting them their families and their communities at their best interest they're being told that a step towards a more secure voting system is hurting them, but they support it. African-Americans in America were discriminated the most uh, as far as voting in the, the early 1900s and the mid-1900s. So they support these kind of measurements. They want to know that they're, they're a group that have, have they were systematically discriminated against when it came to voting in the 1900s. And they want to know that their vote actually matters. They want to make changes and improvements in their communities. And a majority of African Americans who vote support, they support voter ID. And the media the media outlets that are coming out and saying this is racist, this is discriminating against black people because they, they aren't able, or minorities, just all minorities, not just black people. Them saying they're unable to go get one and is... That is racist in and of itself. There, you got these, you got Chris Cuomo and fucking Rachel Maddow crying on, on the, they're, they're crying on the evening news set that they're doing, acting like DeSantis is actively discriminating against black people. And then what they're, what they're implying is black people, Mexicans, Asians, Native Americans, they're, they're unable, like they're, they're not, they're, too unintelligent to be able to go get a voter ID or get a driver's license or a social security number. So them saying that minorities are like, this is a, this is so hard. It's so hard for, for, I don't know. It's so hard for Jose to go get a social security number from the DMV. I don't, I don't understand how they're not, they're not playing this back before they air it and listening to how fucking crazy it is for them to say, yeah, minorities are unable to get themselves up to the DMV to get a social security number. Like, that that's insulting. That's insulting. All right. Voter ID is not a poll tax, it's not racist, and I hope all 50 states fall in line with this. Which I know, you know places like California are not going to do this. You know, they—they they love they love illegal voting, so... Um, yeah, it's, I, I just, being an American, living in Europe, and like I've talked about it in the past, the hell that I had to go through to vote, it was absolutely insane. And asking for a voter ID is just a step towards improving a system that is absolutely vital to sustain the United States as a country. You have to have secure, legit elections. And I know the system isn't perfect from personal experience. So like I said, I'm living in Europe. I was living in Europe. I've been living in Europe since 2019. So during the 2020 election, I was in, I was here in Europe, but I still wanted to vote and I did vote. I voted absentee. I voted through my, through the El Paso County in Colorado Springs because that's where I'm still legally... Uh, I'm still legally a colorado citizen. That's why i'm going to vote. That's why I pay my I still pay state taxes Weirdly enough, I don't even live there, but I still pay state taxes just because you know I don't I don't mind. I don't mind. Whatever. That's a topic for another discussion, but It was so hard. I had to I had to I had to like show a piece of mail that had my name and address on it I had to give my social security number a picture of my passport picture of my driver's license so People are complaining that you have to have one form of ID. I had to show four, three or four different forms of ID. And then guess what still happened? So about a month and a half ago, I got an email from a guy that worked for, I want to say, the police department in El Paso. And basically gave me his number and told me to call him. And at first I thought it was a scammer and I was like, who the hell is this? I called him. I said, who is this? And then he was like, let me close my door. I'm I'm investigating voter fraud. And I was like, oh this is not a scammer this is a real person and he basically told me that he he was in charge of some like a, a a specific department or committee for El Paso County, the El Paso County Clerk's office to investigate voter fraud. There were a few people that had their their votes they so the way that they have it set basically what they told me was that the system had me recording they recorded that i tried to vote three times which was absolutely crazy to me i asked him if they were counted but he said no of course this the the system is shitty enough to accept three ballots but they didn't cast them so it's like okay i'm glad they didn't cast them i'm glad they didn't count three of my votes because obviously i didn't vote more than once i voted one time but the system was so poorly ran there were so many bugs the the pages had to get refreshed. They were getting it. It was just such a. It was such a weird. It, it's hard to explain. I I could talk about it for two hours. How hard and ridiculous it was, and how like how much of a you know voting should be easy and secure, and it was not easy and clearly not secure. That's why I'm saying, from personal experience, I know that there is improvements and strides that we can take to make our election systems even more secure and even better. Because somehow, the El Paso County Clerk's Office recorded that I tried to vote three times. And what if, what if the system was worse? What if there was a bug? What if those three votes were cast? That's absolutely insane. It's, so with, with so that's what I'm trying to say. I had four, I had four, four different forms of ID that I turned in. And the system still tried to get me to vote three times. I don't know if it was a system bug. I don't know if it was hacked. I don't know if... I don't know if someone at the county clerk's office did this on purpose to try to, I don't know, to try to ballot harvest. I'm not sure. But basically through the investigation, the guy was able to conclude that this was a system error. And then all three of the ballots had different... Because because I obviously voted for for seats in Congress, for a senator, for, for you know district judges, all that stuff. There was different answers every time. So it was clearly a system error. And yeah they were able to conclude that I didn't do it on purpose, but if I did do it on purpose i would have I would have had a misdemeanor for voter fraud, which is a big deal. It's not something you want to have on your record and they were I was able to luckily I saved all the emails that I sent off they were able to compare the actual emails that I sent to the errors that were made in the system so yeah, on one hand, from my experience, I'm disproving both ends of that that insane extreme idea. And opinion that the right and left have. So on one hand, I proved, yeah, for for disproving the left. Yeah, I proved that there are improvements and that we don't have the most perfect, you know, voting system in America. You can't, like I said, they're hypocrites from going from twenty sixteen. Oh, Russia hacked the election, and there's a bunch of Russian bots that voted for Trump. Hillary should be president to 2020. Oh, there's absolutely zero voter fraud and zero improvements to be made for the voting systems. You know, my, my, my vote was almost cast three times. My ballot was almost cast three times. So they're wrong. There are improvements to be made. And that's just one County in Colorado. Who knows about the, who knows about the, you know, the less, the, the, the less and more densely populated States and, you know, the States that have Older technology, less security, who knows, who knows how much this happened in, in other states. But then also on the other hand, my experience was proof that voter fraud is taken seriously and it's investigated thoroughly. Like this guy tracked me down all the way from Colorado when I'm here in Europe and, you know, did an investigation into this voter fraud because the United States takes voter fraud seriously. So that's why I'm, that's why I, you know, I, I already believed that the 2020 election was fair and just and that Donald Trump lost f- fair and square to Joe Biden. The American people wanted Joe Biden more than they wanted Donald Trump. And my belief in that sense was reinforced by my own experience because I saw how seriously, I heard how seriously, you know, this guy and his boss and this whole department took voter fraud. And I'm sure the rest of the United States takes those potential cases very seriously. So, yeah, like I said, there's always improvements to be made, and I have personal experience in that. And, yeah, so what I'm trying to get at is, I'm okay, I support this 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 election bill that Governor DeSantis passed. I think voter fraud is... I mean, voter fraud is serious, and voter ID is something that combats voter fraud. As small as it might be, it matters. There's never going to be zero voter fraud, ever. But, you know, the the closer we can get to zero, the better. That's all. for the, for For the integrity of future elections, for the rest of the history of the United States. Period. And, like I said, I support more secure systems, but also believe that Trump lost fair and square. I'm not one of those people that... Is still still saying like, oh, Joe Biden asterisk presidency. Oh, um, Trump's got Trump's playing a fifty D chess and he's going to pull a card out and then gonna flip the tables and build his own White House and be the real president. I I'm not those psychopaths that are fucking weird, mow the lawn with their shirt off and fucking smoke three cigars a day and half a bottle of scotch. I don't I don't support and I don't align myself with those weirdos. Well, so the next bit of news I wanted to talk about, so I've seen, you know, Trump is out of office, but don't, don't forget that he has a lot of political sway and a lot of influence on the Republican party. And basically he's, he's influencing Republicans to oust Liz Cheney and basically kick her out of Congress. And I totally 100% support this. I think Liz Cheney. I don't, I don't understand. Okay. First of all, I want to say this right off the bat. Like I just said earlier, Liz Cheney is under fire because she is, you know, she's trash talking Donald Trump for still holding on to that election fraud claim. And like I said, I actually agree with, with, with Liz Cheney. He needs to move on. He needs to improve. He needs to, if he wants to run again in 2024, he's not going to be able to, he's going to it seems like he's just going to hold on to this, this, it, I don't know if that's going to be like his leading platform when, if he runs again in 2024, that the, the 2020 election was, was completely fraudulent and fake and phony and it was rigged or whatever. He needs to, it's like, it's like when the Democrats, their, their main platform in 2016 is that Trump is sexist, because he said, grab him by the pussy. And that was like their main... That was their main gripe. Instead of getting a candidate that actually was able to win over the hearts and minds of the the United States population with actual good policies, they just tried to attack his character with some bullshit. So it's it's one of those things where... it's That's what I'm trying to compare it to. You gotta find legit ways to... You know, to get support, you can't you can't grasp onto this twenty twenty presidential election thing. It's turning a lot of people off that voted for him. It's turning, you know, yeah, like I said, potential independent voters. It's turning them away from him. So he needs to get a better strategy. But still, fuck Liz Cheney. I don't understand why there people. I hate. I I can't stand these people that their their parents were politicians. Corrupt pieces of shit, and then they have kids or nephews or whatever, and then they get into politics, and then they just ride the coattails of their family members that are that are war criminals, and then think that their opinion is worth the damn. I don't understand. Liz Cheney, Michelle Obama, Megan McCain, Chelsea Clinton—they should all join together and create a Voltron of annoying daughter-wife figures that just ride the dicks of their terrorist, war criminal, rapists, patriarchal figures. And just make a career out of it. Meghan McCain never breathes without mentioning her dad and his quote unquote accomplishments. Michelle Obama is just the first lady of the United States, but she still for some reason has influence over people's opinions when it comes to politics. She's just his wife. What has she done to deserve this type of influence and power over the political hemisphere? I don't understand. I I really don't understand. And then Liz Cheney, she's just the daughter of a war criminal that should be in prison, Dick Cheney. And then, you know, Chelsea Clinton. She, a lot of people actually, for some reason, give a shit what she has to say just because she's the daughter of Bill Clinton, who is also a rapist and war criminal. So I, I, I don't understand why, I just, I want these people to go away. I I don't, I actually value your opinion and your point of view less if I know that your parents or your husband or wife was a career politician because i i just I just know you're grimy, I know that you're dirty, and yeah, so I would like Liz Cheney to get out of of the g o p as well as all the other corrupt politicians that are in d c right now, but you know that's a pipe dream it's not gonna happen, but yeah fuck Liz Cheney and fuck all these other all these other daughters and wife wives that you know, for some reason, they, I don't, I just don't understand it, I don't understand, Liz Cheney is a, she, she calls herself a diehard conservative, so, but she's like a neo, she's from the neocon age, The people like Mitt Romney, John McCain, former, uh, Speaker of the House, John Boner, all these, all these neocons that roll over, they don't get anything done, and they love war, they're warmongers, they're pro-war, and, also, they're pro the war on drugs, all that all that old guard concert, neocon you know population that's dying out. We have new new, younger, fresher, and you know, less corrupt people getting into the government right now. And I'm glad we're getting rid of that old wave. And Liz Cheney is just one of those people that's still grasping onto her dad's bullshit ass ideologies, and I just think she should get the fuck out of here. She's annoying. Meg McCain's annoying. Michelle Obama's annoying and Ugh, Chelsea Clinton. Ugh. Yeah. So, Liz Cheney, get out. Please, do us all a favor and get out. So, the next bit of news that I wanted to talk about. So, there is this Twitter account that was created and, you know, banned really quickly. And it was just an account that was posting and sharing statements that Trump has been making. Whether it's in speeches, and videos whatever, because obviously he's banned from Twitter. Wrongfully so. I could talk about it, and you'll never be able to convince me that it was okay and just for Twitter and Facebook and all these platforms to ban Trump. I remember screenshotting the last tweet that he ever made, because I had this feeling that some weird shit was about to go on because, you know, those weirdo QAnon supporters that that were invading the White House... I knew that it was a bad look, and I knew that something was going to happen, so I screenshotted it. The last tweet that he ever made was him telling and asking his supporters, commanding his supporters to be peaceful and to support law enforcement. Yeah, he asked them to peacefully protest, and they banned him from Twitter. So it's weird to me that this account was... This isn't even Trump. This is an account that is sharing the things that he's saying because he has free speech also and he should be allowed to use these platforms he should have never been banned facebook is upholding their ban on him and they said they might review it in the future it's insane to me the fact that this happened and there are so many people that support it i saw when that when this twitter account it was called like donald trump's desk or something i don't remember there were people that were with Big big followings hundreds of thousands of followers. They were calling for their supporters to go report this account They're like we got to get this taken down. They were like They were chomping at the bit to get this account banned like they are apps. It's it blows my mind that people are okay with silencing and restricting people's free speech but i'm telling you And I can't wait to say I told you so when 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 this fascistic anti-free speech mob comes for those people, they'll be crying about it. And I can't wait, it's gonna be really funny to see them whine and bitch about it, because the tables are gonna turn one day. And, you know, I hope for their sake, free speech doesn't keep getting restricted the way that it is. But, you know, like I said before, Twitter is, I don't even want to say Wild West, because Wild West, the Wild West at least had, you know, exciting moments in it. But, you know, Twitter's a shithole. Child porn, Check. They're cool with that. ISIS execution videos? Check. People showing their aborted fetuses? Check. All that's fine. But Trump asking his supporters to peacefully protest, that's not okay. It blows my mind. Twitter's a shithole. The CEO of Twitter's a piece of shit. Dirtbag. You know, I've talked about it in the past. There was, There was an underage girl who, without consent, was recorded during the act of sex. And it was posted to Twitter. And when her family reached out to Twitter and asked them to please remove this because it's horrible, someone else posted it, of course, they got silenced and they got suspended from Twitter. So, you know, that's Twitter for you. Piece of shit. Shitty ass, disgusting, grimy website. Fuck Twitter. So in Fort Jackson, South Carolina, there was actually a new, a newer army trainee. I read that he had, he'd only been in the army training for like three weeks so he actually hijacked a school bus with kids on it with a gun and then he drove it like a few miles. He said he wanted to like basically escape, try to skip town. He wanted to use the bus to get out of the town and it, it it's just a weird situation. And it had me wondering like – because, you know, I have friends in the army but I, I haven't talked to them about the process of swearing people in and signing contracts. But do they just – do they just – recruit anybody into the army because this dude clearly this dude clearly is mentally you know insane to think that it's okay to just oh he couldn't just call in sick (laughs) i don't understand he's only three weeks in and he's already trying to fucking crash a school bus he hijacked a school bus with kids on it is it that bad is the army that bad do you guys do you guys need someone to talk to people in the army my friends out there This is just a crazy situation, but fortunately no one was hurt, and this guy ended up getting, you know, arrested and taken into custody by the police. And, yeah, thankfully nobody got hurt, nobody got injured, nobody got killed. But, like, are they just letting anybody in? Do they do do mental wellness checks before they recruit people into the army? Because this guy clearly has issues. I don't know, it's just... I don't really understand it. It's a bit weird. But the, the last article that I wanted to share, that I wanted to talk about. So this is a CNN article. And the headline reads this. I saw When I saw it, I laughed so hard. And then I read it and I laughed even harder. And it just kind of annoyed me. So the headline for the CNN article says, We speak about Asian Americans as a single block. Here's how incredibly complex they are. So I read the article. It's written by a white bitch and someone who, I I, I hope I'm not being rude here. Her name's Priya, so I think she's Indian, and I looked at her, like, CNN profile. She looks Indian. So we have a white bitch and an Indian bitch that are writing about Asian Americans, you know, starting it off great. You know, you gotta love these white liberals that put themselves on, on a pedestal and pretend like they're white knight saviors, speaking on behalf of minorities, when minorities don't even fucking agree with them. A majority of asian americans don't give a shit and don't agree with this bitch and just like with black people these you have white people white liberals middle-aged white liberals talking about voter id and how it discriminates against minorities and then the minorities are over here like we don't agree with you we like i said a majority of minorities support voter id and secure election systems. So it's it's really it's getting really old and stale. And they need to they need to fucking reshuffle the deck of cards and get a new strategy because having a white lady speak for Asian Americans is it doesn't work. Nobody listens. Nobody takes you seriously. Basically, the article it uh it was just talking about um Asian American hate crimes, racism, and and. There's not enough Asian people in Congress, only 3% of people in Congress are Asian, and we need to, Joe Biden is being, we should scrutinize Joe Biden more to get more Asians in Congress. It's, it's, it gives me a headache, honestly. Makes me, it's so hair-raising and vomit-inducing for these people to keep saying this shit, like, it's, you know, with the Oscars, they have it to where you have to have so many Latin latin descent directors producers black directors asian directors all that all this bullshit and it's gotten to the point where if you don't support these kind of like racial quotas you're anti-diversity you're you're speaking out against diversity but me especially and i'm sure most normal sane not sociopath psychopath weirdos will support the fact that They want their politicians and the people to represent them up in Congress and the House Representatives and the Senate. They want them to be the best fit for the people. They don't give two shits if they're transgender, if they're they're a black woman or a white man or an Asian fucking non-binary whatever. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Who gives a shit that there's only 3% of Congress? 3% of Congress is made up of Asians. Why does it matter? Why does it matter what the race is? I don't care what race you are. I care about your political views, your platforms, and if you're actually going to stand for the people that voted you into office. The people that elected you, what they want, what they need is more important than what your the color of your skin is. So, I I don't understand what this lady, what these two ladies are trying to get at. Do they are they asking for a movement to to force Joe Biden to kick a couple whites and blacks and Mexicans out of congress and then replace those people with Asians for no reason just because they're asian it's so annoying every time someone every time a minority every time someone that's not white gets killed like more than once two of them die in one week there's these 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 white liberals in CNN and MSNBC call for fucking like life changing country shaping policies That'll just favor that race that got murdered for no fucking reason. Like I said in the past. Asian Americans have it very well off in America. I know because I am Asian American. And my Asian American family members are doing very well for themselves. And, um, yeah. There are a lot of piece of shit people out there in every race. So that being said, there could be potentially a piece of shit Asian American that gets elected into Congress just because they're Asian. And... It's really annoying. This article is like... I, I f- it feels like an April Fool's article. That's how stupid and smooth-brained it is. But, you know, there was like... The headline in and of itself is cancer. She's saying, We speak about Asian Americans as a single block, And then she goes to talk about how Asian American is not a race. Asian Americans come from all different countries. There's Koreans, Filipinos, Chinese, Japanese, Taiwanese... uh. Did you just learn this yesterday? I I think she's speaking about herself. She's probably some dumbass bitch who just went on Reddit and find out found out that Asian is not an ethnicity. Asian is a broad term, just like white is a broad term, European is a broad term, African. There are people Latino, Latino American is not an ethnicity. It's a broad term for people that are from Brazil, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Mexico. That's what that's what Latin American means. Asian means people from Asian countries. And it's like who who what are what are you talking about we? You must be speaking for yourself like you just learned from Reddit that they're that Asian is not a race. I anybody who has anybody who paid attention in 5th grade history class knows that Asian Americans come from a bunch of different countries it's not just one race i don't it's such a i don't know who she's speaking to she must be speaking to some uneducated retard that follows her on twitter some idiot who just thinks african-american is a race african Americans is not a race either you could be from nigeria you could be from ghana it's 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 so dystopian it's i don't know i i just blows my mind that people like this exist as an, as a half, I'm, I'm going to pull the card. I'm going to, I'm going to pull the race card. As a half Asian, as an Asian American, I'm telling this, I'm telling you, I forget your name. I don't really care. I'm telling you to shut the fuck up, worry about your own shit. Uh, I don't need you speaking for me. I don't want more Asians in Congress just for the sake of them being Asian. Yeah, I don't. And I'm sure most of my family members will agree and the rest of the community, the rest of, the rest of my people, I, I consider all people my people, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that only hangs out with Asians, and only cares about Asians, we're all Americans, we're all humans, like I always say, I always use the cliche, but it's true, and yeah, I don't need, I don't need Rachel Maddow, I don't need Chris Cuomo, I don't need Don Lemon, I don't need that other British fuck, Piers, Piers, something. I forget his last name. I don't need you guys speaking for me. I don't need you speaking for the half Asian in me or my other half Asian or full Asian family members. We don't need your help. We can speak for ourselves. I know in your racist mind, you think that you have to speak for minorities because they can't speak for themselves. But I don't need you. I don't need Chelsea Handler to tell my, you know, my black friends that they can't vote for Trump or anybody who's not on the left. We don't, we don't need you. And I'm sure I speak for the majority of people that are, that are, you know, a good percentage, not non-white because I'm half white. <clears throat> I'm half white and half Filipino that I know of. That's what I've been told by my family members, but I actually just did a 23 me. And I swear to God, because I've been so obsessed with, I've told you guys, I'm so obsessed with Italy and I'm so obsessed with italian mob stuff i swear if i'm not if i'm one percent italian psh, i'm becoming an italian citizen tomorrow i don't give a shit so i'm gonna find out i know i'm filipino but i don't think i'm 50 percent. i'm gonna find out when my 23andme results come through but that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of zendependent news so before i go i just want to let you guys know i start i'm starting a new job on monday but my my plan is to keep the load on my shoulders Keep doing two podcasts a week—one one one combat sports, one news, and political commentary rant episode. I'm gonna keep writing my books. I'm not gonna let my you know my projects and my passions fall because I'm starting a new job. But that all being said, I might have to record these episodes at earlier times. So some of the stuff, like I said, they're gonna be recaps. So some of the stuff might be out of date, or I might be missing big headlines just because I've been working. So I'm gonna record these episodes. Schedule them to post maybe a day or two later. So I'm actually recording this on Friday, but I'm going to post it on Monday because that's usually when I post my stuff. So hopefully there's not any big major news that, I'm, that I miss that I'm not going to be able to cover. But that all being said, thank you for supporting the podcast. My listener base, my viewer base is steadily increasing. It's really exciting, and, you know, it just makes me really happy to know that, you know, my opinions, the way that I think, I'm not alone on it. There are a lot of people, a lot of young people, majority of my listener bases, uh, from the ages of 18 to 24. So I'm glad there are a lot of people out there that either find me entertaining at the least, or they agree with me. You know, it's a very comforting thought and I appreciate all the support, of course. Before I go, I almost forgot I wanted to share this piece of culture with you guys. So it's a song by a rock band. They're kind of smaller, lesser known, and they're called Eels, and the song is called Last Stop This Town. So a little bit of background about Eels. So they had actually a song that was really popular. Their most popular song is how I discovered them called I Need Some Sleep. It was in a Shrek 2. Don't know if you guys remember that scene, but they're a great band underrated band, and it's a great song, so I hope you enjoy it, and as always, stay safe, stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you.